Yeah, diet. Your diet face is in. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm feeling crazy lean. This is... <laughs> it's pretty nuts. You're getting there. Pretty hype. Yeah, I'm very excited, though, man. It's... Dude, it's been a long time. How long has it been? When was the last time you stepped on stage? Four years. Oh, my God. No, four and a half. Four and a half now because... Trying to fix this mic setup. Um, it was April 2019 when I did men's physique. Should not have competed, but mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I came in third. It's so whatever. But like, you know, it was the first show, just to do it type of thing. Now I'm like trying to actually be competitive. Um, what show are you doing? Uh oh, frozen. Am I frozen? Oh, there we go. You you were. You're good now. Um, but was 163 on stage last time, and today woke up at 173, and I'm pretty sure I'm more lean than I was four and a half years ago already, or leaner. So quite a bit of muscle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm stoked about that. And mostly in the legs, just because through all the surgeries and shit, um, you know, I was uh, not able to train upper body, you know, through three shoulder surgeries for over three years. Uh, and so, I, but I trained legs still. I still showed up, trained legs, um, put the sling on through it all, you know, and I think that's showing through now in the... Um, in that final, you know, package, it's starting to really. How, how many show. times? How many times during the week were you training legs? During that? Oh, uh, three to four on some of them. Um, like some of the weeks, I was recovering, but that wasn't for like a crazy long time. So I'm not going to say that. But there were definitely yeah. weeks where you know where I was in there probably four times. Yeah. God. I thought- <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine him like four times. I'm I'm capacitated after two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I also with the sling, uh, you know, the yeah, you can't load as heavy. You can't load as heavy anyway. So I think that's probably honestly that's probably what paid off more when it comes down to it is you probably couldn't load as heavy and you had mm-hmm. to really focus in on like muscle contraction yeah. and actually oh, yeah. like, contract your muscle like under such long tension. Yeah. There and keeping yep. it like. I think that's what most people think with legs is like mm-hmm. most people continually just like hammer home weight mm-hmm. on a leg yep. press or anything like that. And I'm like, like I remember last year I was dieting. I was doing like, I think I redid my form and I was doing like two plates per side on a leg press fucking struggling. Like I just remember <laughs> to reset it because like I was getting like full on like knee to chin depth and yeah. I was, it was brutal sets, but you learn like, that's what actually makes legs grow. Like it's doing yeah. that for for like fifteen to twenty rep sets, you know. Oh, those are the worst, but the best. Where you could just feel every fiber in your leg just like being stretched and ripped apart. Yeah, <laughs> and then you yeah. have that control over that contraction. Yeah, it feels so good, and it it, it did. It's taken me a long time, and sometimes I even have tr- trouble like actually still connecting to that level on the legs um but i think it's just because i'm dieting so hard right now like it there's no there's nothing there's no pump there's no well there's pump but there's no 
extra you're not, push. <laughs> yeah, you're not really. You don't have like the food to even get. You don't even have the food to really get like the blood flow, even like yeah, to get anything yeah. even in there at that point. Yeah, 160 carb, like eh, 45 fat. You know, the fuel isn't really there. But um, what about you? How's everything going, man? How you, how are you doing? How are you feeling? No, we're we're kicking. No, we're kicking. You know, um. <laughs> You know, in the last, like, few months, man, dude, I've added, like, seven athletes. So it's, like, okay. I've gone from, like, 10 to 7 since, since like, the end of June, since, like, June. So, you know, like, even though yeah. you know, I can't complain about that. So, you know, those things are going good. I'm gearing up for some. I got, like, three people who are going to be prepping this year. So, oh, baby. So it's going to be a hectic, That's busy exciting. year. Yeah, it's yeah. been a hectic, busy year. Um, I'm still That's recovering the best, from, though. Yeah, I'm still recovering from my surgery. So, like, I'm really yep. not doing too much right now. Not in the gym. It's really, it's actually really nice. I was talking about this the other day on, my, on, on another episode. It was like, man, I'm getting, like, I'm, well, we're just heading into a gut phase. Okay. So, so like, we just started. Oh, wait, the kill yeah, phase. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. We just started the kill phase, like, literally, like, this week. I was waiting for my biofilm stuff to get in. So we really just started on, like, Thursday, really. And okay. it's just, like, I dropped, like, in two weeks, I dropped, like, eight pounds. But mm-hmm. that was just kind of just getting back to diet off, like, being, like, intuitively eating for a few weeks, like, after yeah. surgery. Um, but I've dropped down, and I'm like, oh, my legs are hella leaner. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I haven't even trained them. I'm like, I'm just waiting. Now I'm like waiting to start to train now. Yeah. Like, everything's feeling up pretty good. So I probably got like your joints look. feel good too. Dude, actually it's really weird. So I, so, so I, so I got surgery on my glute, um, for most people that don't know. Um, so when mm-hmm. you're sitting there, there's so many nerves in there that's oh, just yeah. like, it will take a pounding on your joints, like on your knees. Like even yeah. when you're trying to walk, like I got, like, I got like a 10,000 day per step goal. But, mm-hmm. it, but, like, by the time I get to it, like, the next day, like, even today, my joints are still, like, wrecked. Yeah. Um, you know? Shit. So, so it's, like, it's all right. It goes up and down. Like, there was just, like, I mean, it's what you got to do. So, but I'm glad I'm doing the gut protocol now and starting it with, like, three weeks left of recovery. Mm-hmm. Because that gives me a three-week run time where I have no stress. Which. Yep. Which I think just, it so many people want to train while they're doing these things and i'm like hey most optimal thing we could do is just sit and do nothing if we can if if i can get you to sit you're not going to lose muscle but if i can get you to sit and do nothing for Mm -hmm. like eight weeks i'm like everybody thinks they're going to lose all their gains in eight weeks and no they might lose some fluid some inflammation some uh you know build up over you know all that gunk and shit you build up but then you hit the ground running when you're back, when you're actually taking in nutrients the way you want to be and should be, and then it's crazy from there because you're healed, you're recovered, your gut yeah. is, you know, has a high integrity and is capable, and then exactly blow up again. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's where, you know, you've probably seen this a lot, especially being like an RD, like a lot of people just really don't understand a few things with stress like i talked about it on austin's episode where we recorded about gut and health and stress but i really don't yeah. think people understand when their body is truly stressed and it's still so hard for us coaches to educate that you know Dude. what i mean like because so many people like 
think they're not stressed and then you start to get into conversation with them like you start to get in conversations with your athlete and you're like man how go 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 are you and it's just mm-hmm. like and you're and what i'm finding and this is something that like we've been seeing a really big change in the direction of the industry right um mm-hmm. as of late and i think it's there's a good mix now of functional and like getting back to the basics yeah i think now um yeah. And it's just like I'm seeing so many people try to add more to their plate to, uh-huh. to combat stress, right? Rather than right. rather than actually take away things and try to do less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not, and they want to, tra- and they still want to go, and they want to train four to five times a week and do all these things. I'm like, it doesn't work like that, and it just holds people back from actually like getting to where they need to get I to. Th- like, think people are addicted to stress, man. Yeah. Stre- can you, can like stress. Over and... Can you go over that? Can you go over that? Can you go over stress addiction? Yeah. I think I I think it's a real I think it's a real thing. Like feeling like you're sped up and like forced to be in 50 million different places at once and <laughs> to hold a certain standard and <clears throat> I see it in a lot of high performers. Um, yeah. you know, it's just like that, that, uh, perfectionism, black and white mindset, um, uh, can't like just take a breath, you know, can't just sit with themselves. Um, and it can eat them alive. And, and if, if there are other stressors involved, like kids and, um, you know, crazy job and, uh, travel for job and, and then it's just you're adding layer and layer and layer and to peel back those layers takes so much more work and every time you add that layer you know um yeah. of of stress and so i've been like f- working on a, a lot of different ways for numerous different clients of for them particularly right of like their stress particularly like what helps them just pull back one layer you know at a time or the severity of that layer um and it's different not different for everybody but it's different for there's a lot of different ways to do it for many different people um some things work for some some don't work you know for others but i i think what i'm finding mostly is forcing well it's the awareness. So like you said, like they're never usually aware. So having some sort of conversation to get them to understand, like, okay, do you realize this, you know, like just put it in their face. Like, do you realize that you the effect that you're feeling and all of this chaos stuff is because of this layer of stress or these layers of stress together? It's like, what if we dialed some of those back or like, you know, <laughs> figured some of that out and then what what will happen right um and it does take a time it takes sometimes that conversation over and over and over again (laughs) with the same person yeah because they've lived years in that state and they think it's their normal well it is their normal right so you're changing someone's normal like chronic normal right and it can be really hard to do so without you know, a psychologist or psychiatrist on board to, to dive into the little, you know, intricacies of, of all of, of, of those things. But, um, what, what I'm getting at is 
most times it what helps is having that conversation that awareness but then dedicating 20 to 30 minutes a day to me time and that I tell them no screens no computers just find something to do around the house that is not with anybody else doesn't involve conversation it is and sometimes it is conversation though because socialization can help with stress but this is different this is just like me time so i'll i'll put it in there in the app of like um like a to in their to do's or whatever for their for their health and fitness is like 20 30 minutes of you know john time of you know michelle time whatever um and those that tick that box over and over and over again, a couple of weeks and months later, they're like a whole different person. Uh, and obviously, there are many different other factors and variables involved, but um, that seems to really help is just forcing them to tick that box of solo time, no distractions, parasympathetic, just rest, take things in more. You know, I'm rambling at this point, but... It's. I, I mean, it's even. I mean, it's still even tough. Like, honestly, it's still even tough for us, right? As like, oh, yes. yeah. you know, even like, even like single, <laughs> even like single people, it's very like you're like, oh, you don't live with anyone, you don't have any responsibilities. Like, you just like, you just do it, and it's like, no, you're more inclined to then mm-hmm. go do things else. Like, you're more inclined to go socialize, yep. and this is where honestly, like, I've been recommending for a lot of my functional health athletes is just to have a therapist on board. Mm-hmm. while we're working through these things yep. because I'm finding most of the things are all those little, those little nuances that they can't see mm-hmm. that I'm willing to dive that I'm willing to like call out a little bit because like I, I can see it, yeah. but I can't, I can't professionally handle it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I'm like, or they get the fight back, you know, you trigger them. Right. This is where, mm-hmm. this is where I often see it is when, when they start to fight back and they start to pull back on you, that's oh exactly yeah, you no, know, that's exactly when you know you've hit the money on things, right? Like, Dude, you, like yeah. you, know, you start, like, you literally just trigger them a little bit, and they're like, no, 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 damn no. near getting a fight. <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's really cool because when you finally get through to them, that like it's so these productive are it. It's it's really productive. Like for example, I have like a fifty-seven-year-old that signed up with me back in June, and. We've been trying to make progress, trying to make progress, and it's just like consistent, like these like five pound range, right? Um, that mm-hmm. she's kind of like staying through. And I'm like, why is her body not going? And she always brings up like her job and always being in meetings and doing these things. And she texted me last week um, after her check-in. She's like, oh yeah, I forgot to also let you know, like I left my job, like I quit my job because I felt like undervalued and unneeded. And I'm like, yep. see, that's that's where it's also like environmental stress that people yes. aren't aware of too when it comes down to it like as much as you love your job and as much as you love things like it might not it might not be the situation you can change that like she's 57 right you're mm-hmm. very comfortable at that at that age right like you're about to you're about to hit retirement right like you're about to you're about to check these boxes off with the rest of life and it's just like okay i'm gonna make this switch at 57 years old to go and be excited about a new position at a company that they feel wants them and values them as they feel is their right. Right. Yep. So I find that that's also that's a big epic. one there. <laughs> and then 
Yeah, I know. I was like, holy, I like stepped back on Sunday last week and I was like, wow. I was like, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like, think, uh, I think that's some impact right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just like, but it's also I find with, with some people, it's like, are they worthy of change? Mm-hmm. Right? Are they like actually worthy of what's coming to them? Because mm-hmm. I think for so long, right, we get like these mid-30s people trying to get in shape. And it's like, for some reason, it's not happening. And why is it not happening? A lot of things is like, in here, they don't mm-hmm. fully think that, even though they signed up with the coach, they don't think that they're worth what, what it's to come their way. Worth the ability to change. Yeah. And things like that. Because like, they've dealt with those, they've dealt with all that stuff for, like, they have that, they have that kind of like regret for their 20s. Every time they do something each day, it's like, oh, well, I wish I started doing this sooner. It's like, that just adds more to it, right? And so... Mm-hmm. I find that that's also a big one, especially in the functional health realm. When it comes down to trying to get a female cycle back and things like that, a lot of it is just psychological. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's not actually physiological. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, it's rarely ever, it's rarely ever just a gut issue, or it's rarely ever just a hormonal issue. A lot yeah. of it's just, a lot of it. The more I'm finding is just you fix this, you fix mm-hmm. the mind. It's mm-hmm. like. Everything Body else follows, just baby. starts to follow. I've and I, I hate putting that on repeat, but I continually have to put it on repeat for people mm-hmm. until they get it through. Because every single time they go into a day where they feel positive, things like mm-hmm. that, nothing happens. Right? They yeah. have good digestion. Everything goes well, and then all of a sudden, one little thing goes wrong. They think the world is ending, and everything starts to trail backwards. Yes. Like, How do we get them? Then it's like, how do we get them past that one little hiccup, right? Yeah. And it's like working through those little hiccups that I'm starting to find. Yeah. I'm going to throw you a little curveball here. What, okay. what, what impact do you think that the layers of stressors of all of our athletes and clients and patients, who whatever you want to call them, um, that people that work with us, have mm-hmm. on on us this is honestly a curveball for myself too because i and i love that we're having this conversation i didn't know this was going to go towards stress but the fact that it is it's magical so, what what do you th- think because i'm 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 interested to hear your thoughts because i've been thinking yeah. about it more and the, obviously the more you know clients i have the more clients you have the more stress we take on too and yeah how I feel like at, at what point do we disconnect or because if we're just trying to navigate everyone's stressors all day every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and not get through to some people and, and then wear some of it right of, of yep. that because it's an impact it's 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 an energy for sure yep. transfer transferable energy where what do we do like because at some point right like it we become that or we can if we I, if we don't take care of our our barrier yeah. and our you know what i mean like it's we place crazy. like in other in other terms like we place because i think i get it and you probably get it too we place blame a lot of it on us yeah right? oh that's yes we do. if we so don't get the that, answers we, yep yep so i think that that's the issue especially when it comes down to functional cases and this is where i've always struggled the most is you know, we're going to bed thinking about these things, right? If someone's not getting Dude. better, we're going to bed thinking about them. Um, mm-hmm. This is the reality of coaching. Um, I have gut issues. There's a reason why I have gut issues probably, right? Yep. 
That's why I told, that's why I told an athlete the other day. I was like, someone they one of my athletes asked me. They were like, "How do you?" They're like, "You've made me rethink about coaching," because it's like yeah. I don't get how they were like talking about how I have a couple, and they were like, "How do you handle all these problems?" Right. I'm like, "Well, one, I've been a giver like my whole life, so yeah. I've always put." So that's like where I probably neglect myself is I, I have forever put it in my position that everyone's emotion was my responsibility. Dude, that speaks volumes because same to, so a, to like, a certain level and extent of, you know, I'm not trying to compare, yeah. you know, but no, <laughs> certainly, but it's, but, it, but it's how all coaches like to truly be honest. It's how For a us. lot of us are, right? Like we put, we give and we we all perceive that it's our responsibility mm-hmm. for the emotions of our athletes yeah. for, for, for the responses of our athletes, for how things are going. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're the head, right. Um, and so like with that, you do bring on a lot of stress. You mm-hmm. unknowingly, unknowingly, I think that that's it because you think you're just giving right. right? For the coaches out there right now, like who are listening, it's, you think you are giving, where you're actually taking and it's, it's really, really hard Mm -hmm. for us to like stop that. So what like I've had to do is honestly, as much as I would like to be able to work on a Saturday and be able to like keep my, keep my one day, I've taken it fully off. Like today, I rarely ever, like, I like to do this. Why? Because podcasting gives me joy. Right, yeah. like this is like something. This is like a ho- This is like a hobby and a passion of mine that I love doing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I save my Saturdays now for me, like yeah. fully me. I don't respond to athletes. I don't respond unless I want to go hang out with a friend. I'm sitting in my apartment, doing what I did as a kid. I'm watching. I'm watching superhero movies and playing video games. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 my, and most people see that that is like unproductive, but. It's very productive, right? And this is how I handle all the problems that come through my way because we talked about the 20 to 30, 20 to 30 minutes a day yeah. for us. Well, yep. I take all that and I put it right into one day. And yeah. I, I kind of keep yeah, it I there. bet you feel refreshed. I bet you feel ready to start the entire week again it, after it's, so nice. it's complete. It's so nice because now I set up so I have check-ins on Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday. So now I have, that, uh, so I have those two days. Where I'm pressed yep. on, right? And Fridays are usually like my competitors. I keep my competitors all in one because this is how I like to do yeah. it. I mentally think about like who I'm, who I'm speaking to, right? Because when you do functional health and when you do competitors, I find that having them check in on the same day mm-hmm. never works out well for me because I'm just like, then I have the expectations of my competitors where I'm like dialed in, dialed in, dialed in. <laughs> where I'm like, functional health is a very different thing where I have to talk more, I have to be more in depth, I have to kind of think about things a lot more. So I save that all for the day after I have a day off, right? And I save it for when I'm gonna be fully recharged and fully pressed forward. Dude, so, that, you might've just changed my entire schedule, man. <laughs> I've got, because it's just, I don't know. I'm. With prep in, included um, these past couple mm-hmm. months and, and, and certain like, certain coaching and, and clientele growth <clears throat> through prep just because of the level of focus in, in, uh, increase from prep. Yep. Um, I, it's, I, I, I'm not going to say scattered cause I'm very, I'm a very organized 
very detail-oriented person, but yeah. my schedule, I feel like, yeah, I'll go from, like, functional client to bodybuilding client to lifestyle, right, in the same 30-minute span. And that, from a psychological, from a, an energy, from an in, mental energy for me, mm-hmm. it can, I could probably, it might get caught up in some of that, you know, like I might speak to, not sternly, I don't want to say, <laughs> too specific to bodybuilding, but it's a lifestyle client, you know, or whatever. So the fact that you've separated the days is genius, but so mm-hmm. simple at the same time. Yeah. Like, it just makes sense. And, yeah. and and the way you have it's like Thursday, Friday, reset, dive all the way into functional, and then maybe like more general or lifestyle after that. So just getting more structured and methodical with your schedule. Yeah. I I think I might have to do some Mm -hmm. after, after this competition, like some, some reorganizing, restructuring to my check-in schedule. No, I think, so I think to kind of roundabout answer your question, because I really kind of didn't answer it directly. I don't even know if it was a question. I was rambling for a sec. I think, to answer the question about our coaches and stress and how we do it, um, it's it's really just we're all givers. All the coaches in the world are givers, unless you're in it to try to make a buck. If you're in it to try to make a buck, you really you're really not a giver. Not a giver. Sure. No, you're you're a literal uh, taker. <laughs> but if you're but if you're someone who dives into functional health, who knows a ton of knowledge, and who actually cares for the athletes that sign on board, mm-hmm. right? Those relationships are held into the highest regard. Mm-hmm. My my way of coaching, I said this actually the other day on a post, uh, my way of coaching is very different in a, in a way. I'm very understanding. I think a lot of coaches aren't as understanding, if that makes sense, in terms of being able to actually like hear and see the athlete mm-hmm. um, and the way that things are going and being able to like, like I went to school, like I was actually talking about this uh, with a friend. I went to school for like di- like intelligence analytics. So like I've literally spent so much time learning like deception, counter deception, like how people have to speak, what yeah. words people use. And you can really dive into someone and understand someone off that and be able to read them. Yeah. Like, how they respond, like actually understand, like, cause most people just take things at a lot of face value. Mm-hmm. So when you're able to kind of like dissect that a little bit further, you're able to mm-hmm. pick things out and you're able yeah. to actually like change it around. They're like, they're like, how do you know me like that? Yeah. I'm like, because this is what like I've done for most of my life. Like I'm just I'm just good at it. And yeah. And so I try to make coaching very simple. It's not simple. Most people think coaching is very simple. No. It isn't. We online and on social media try to make it as simple as we possibly yeah. can for people to understand. There's yeah. so many intricate details that go into it yeah. that people don't that people don't see. Um, but handling people's issues is just, you have a responsibility to get someone from point A to point B. Yeah. How do we get someone to do that? And it's, you have to be just as invested in their journey as they are. And so that's where I think we as coaches also gain the stress that they do. If not more, like I said, because we take the responsibility of getting them to point A to point B. So if they're going through these these little like ups and they're going through mm-hmm. these downs. We have to try our best to ride the midline. 
Yeah. Right. And, and not to, yeah, not to not to interrupt, but no, we often, at least, you know, myself, I, I, and I, I know this is true for you too. We see the, we see point A and point B, but we see point B. They don't yes. see point B. <laughs> mm-hmm. They just see all this other shit. Or sorry if that's not. No, no, you're good. Things are loud. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, they don't really see point B, right? Because they are mm-hmm. so caught up in the. I'm never gonna, you know, the whole debacle. But, but the fact that we can see it and we can try to navigate the, you know, ups and downs and rights and lefts to get to that freaking point, mm-hmm. but. And I think that might be another stressor is like, we see it for you, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but you don't see it. So like even myself getting to this point on stage, I, I, I didn't, or in prep and whatever, obviously like a year ago, you know, I, this was all just like point B, say today is point B for me, you know, two weeks yep. out. Yep. A year ago, my coach for sure saw it. But I did not see this level of, of you know, 173, you know, 4% body fat. Like, uh, in my head, I, obviously, I'm like, oh, you know, we might get there, whatever, like, point B. But I know Nick, my coach, has always seen that, you know, point B in me. Um, and it's different mm-hmm. for everybody, obviously, you know what I mean? But and then there's point C, too. It's point D, you know, and beyond. It's not just like that one destination it's you it's see landmarks you see landmarks yeah, in someone's yeah especially in like a competitor or something like uh-huh. you like and this is something that i've become really good at doing now as i get more and more competitors and i get more experience with like with more like pd enhancement and doing yeah. all these things is you can really see okay how do we get you to like first show Okay, I see you at your first show. Okay, then I see you on your national level stage. And then I see you getting your pro card. And I'm yeah. like, okay, what do we got to do and work backwards from there? Yeah. Uh, but I think one thing that really, and I had this before, and I think a lot of functional health coaches will agree, or more of the people that handle lab work and looking at things, you know, we take a lot of responsibility for things being off, um, mm-hmm. but we need to give ourselves more self-compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I say you cannot put a lot of blame on things. You have to realize that no matter how hard you try, the human body is a human body, mm-hmm. right? I think that's what all of us who dive into all these systems within, within the body, the thyroid, your sex hormones, your, your cortisol, your adrenals, all these things, right? We want them all to function right. Mm-hmm. Well, we can only do so much. Right, and, and we can only res- re- respond the way that we think is best. Mm-hmm. And I think having self-compassion that, hey, we are working with a very complex system. Like we're working with an N of one. Yeah. Right? It's not like, like, yes, people have all the same different systems, right? People have a thyroid, or for the most part, most people do. Some people don't, but most people have a thyroid. They have adrenals. They have all these things, right? But each person's situation is so N of one that we mm-hmm. have to have some sort of compassion for ourselves with mm-hmm. it. Um, and that's where I've really been trying to work on because I do have that perfectionist mindset of <laughs> wanting to get someone as optimally healthy as possible. Same. But it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. And this is where like, you know, I've had, per se, I had a 34 year old, right? Um, 
She came to me, we fixed her gut issues. We had to run multiple gut protocols to actually get it done. Mm -hmm. right? And it was a struggle. And her sex hormones, her testosterone still wasn't coming back. Now, previous, she had 15 years of hormonal birth control usage, <laughs> right? So there's no guarantee. So like, anyway, when I hopped on a call with her first time two years ago, I was like, there's no guarantee that I can get this back. Right. At this point. I told yep. her that. I was like, you came to me on this. It. I was like, we can get your cycle back. We got to help you cycle back. But there's no guarantee that the sex hormones are going to get to an optimal level for you mm -hmm. to kind of make the progress that you want to make. And so, like, it came down to that, right? And she decided to go down, and I gave her. We kept trying, 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 and we got, like, two and a half years in. We're like, well, I'm kind of at this point where I've tried everything. I've mm -hmm. literally thrown, like, and I work with Austin, and I work with Austin Sal as a mentor. Yeah. And he's been through this case with me through and through because I've been working with him for literally three years now. And he's like, and it was just like, we're just like, we've thrown everything at this to try mm -hmm. and get this to work. You know, Anna, we did antimicrobial gut protocol. We did an antibiotic gut protocol. Like, we got it to a point where you're functioning well. Right? And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand, too, about functional health is we have to take into account, is the person just functioning well? Mm -hmm. Like, so many people underestimate just feeling good mm -hmm. and not and and like attaching everything to how they look like yes we want more muscle obviously we want to look mm -hmm. better yep but at some point you kind of have to be like i just want to add years to my life yeah right like, i just want to do that yeah because that's the most important part like with a person who's 57 absolutely she's obese i want to get her down as fast as possible but yeah. her body is going to take a while because it hasn't eaten as it should have yeah. right it's and metabolically like, down-regulated for years. She had gastroparesis, so she could barely even, like, oh, Lord. freaking eat for, for it. But now I got her hunger signaling to where she's hungry before each meal. Yep. Right? So I'm like, look at that. Yeah, I doubled her thyroid in, yep. in a matter of two months, like, from <laughs> 1.7 T3 to a 3.2. This like, is my favorite like, shit, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there, there are things that show, like, she is feeling better. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, your quality of life is getting better. Yeah. And, and so that's where I'm trying to have self-compassion in just a couple months. Trying, yeah. And that's where I'm trying to have a lot of self-compassion is we may not be seeing the physical results, yeah, but we're seeing internal results. And sometimes we aren't seeing internal results because there are external things that sometimes maybe the coach isn't still aware of, mm -hmm. right? Or the athlete, oh, yeah. or maybe the athlete isn't aware of, mm -hmm. right? So, so I think that's where a lot of like, to answer your question, that a lot of that stress for the coach comes in is yep. they don't is we don't give ourselves enough compassion over what we're doing, and I think it channels into and this is something that I'm working through with with my friend here, like one of the big kind of like blockers in my own work is we don't feel like we're worthy of the athlete then or worthy of coaching, right? Mm -hmm. And that kind of brings upon like self-confidence with that and that just adds more stress to our plate dude you right? are hitting the nail on the head so we think so we think that we are not we are not worthy of being a good coach and we start to we start to not trust us yeah and, and like i've always said with things the body will heal when it like i've said this to multiple athletes the body will heal when you decide to when you allow it to trust you or i mean yeah. you trust you to yeah. actually get healthy that's what i mean by worthiness it's like the trust that your mm -hmm. body will take care of what it needs to take care of. Yeah. And that's, 
and that's where a lot of things are. That's why I think it's so. That's why I think there's there's complexity, but there's simplicity, because nope. the simplicity is just like you get that you get those little signs and you start to see it happening because it's a self confidence thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a worthiness thing. It's not really just a take this supplement you're gonna get healthy. Right. No, it's 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 you. It's ultimately yeah. you and. Most people don't recognize that when it comes down to it. So that's why I think that coaching a lot of the times too is it's more so a communication game. It's not a knowledge game. Oh, 100%. It's a communication, it's a communication game over how well can I instill confidence in someone? Mm-hmm. Because if I instill the confidence in someone, muscle's going to grow. Fat's going to drop. Like a hundred, like in a month, in a month, I change someone's diet. Their confidence started to grow because they went through a really difficult time and they still dropped 10 pounds. Yep. Right. So I'm like, watch what happens when everything is in place. Your sleep is in place. Your food is mm-hmm. like 100%. If you did this without being 100%, watch what happens when it's 100 and gets them excited and their bodies right. start to roll. Right. So yep. that's that where we domino. take a lot. Yep. So that's where we take a lot of stress. And I think it's hard for us. It's hard for us coaches to, to be able to navigate our own. And like I said, that's why I have gut issues. 100. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, yeah. Not just along with being a bodybuilder, right? Being a bodybuilder, yeah. pushing food to the extreme not for a few years, like up to 4,000 calories. Like, yeah, dude. You know, you do I'm that. Gonna, I think yeah. I'm going to do a GI map after, the, uh, after this competition. Although I might be doing uh, another competition after, two weeks after, which is up in your world, I think, right? You're in uh, Cleveland area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're doing the Dave Lieberman show? Well, I don't know yet. Uh, I'm doing the, the September 30th natural Kentucky. Um, and then two weeks later, October 14th is the Dave Lieberman, uh, Ohio. Right. So depending on how things go in that first show, like this was the only show I had planned for until I found out that it was two weeks later. Um, so financially, obviously it's, it's a little iffy, not iffy. It's just. It's like, dang, <laughs> I'm flying from Texas to Ohio, booking the you know flight and the thousands of dollars of bodybuilding, you know, for yeah. for what one show, and then two weeks later doing it again in the same state, basically. Um, but it, I mean, it is what it is. You know, this is this is what we do. I don't really spend my money on anything else other than food, <laughs> Cairo, physical therapy, massage, you know, gym, like everything's, lit- a, business. Lit- everything's a business expense. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> to <laughs> to a degree, nice. obviously, but um, but so uh, I I I've loved the the stress talk so far, but I want to hear some about you and Noble Pursuit um, and just kind of some visionary stuff because I, I know you're a you are definitely a thinker. You're a longer term sort of uh, I don't want to say visionary. That's kind of cringy but like oh, can, you repeat that? can you repeat that you kind of went off real quick oh yeah um i just want to hear more about like your visions with it for the long term and kind of what you would love love to kind of develop it into um or at least your what you're thinking um just because i'm very much like a goal-oriented person i know you are too and there's a reason we both kind of did what we've done um and are i guess s- Search it's, trusting of, ourselves. it's trusting ourselves. 
for what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, that's a good question. So, so I've always had this grand vision. It's, um, yeah, okay. It's just a place to, for people to get better, right? Uh, I was actually, one of the best quotes I could say is, um, Ernest Hemingway once said, true nobility is actually becoming superior to your former self. And so if we think about what the noble pursuit is, right? What, what my slogan is, it's becoming the best version of yourself possible. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the most noble thing you could do in life. The most honorable thing for yourself, right? If we're talking about what's the best way to live life, it's to honor yourself, mm -hmm. right? Honor, honor who you are, mm -hmm. honor, honor that journey of finding who you are. Mm -hmm. right? And honor the progressions that you that you need to make as a human, mm -hmm. right? So when when I think about it, right, like I, I talked about my coaching style a little bit earlier already. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I come from a place of very understanding. Mm -hmm. um, I come from a place where I was never gifted the the opportunity for this when I was a kid. So it's it all stems back from my childhood where. I always wanted to just see the best in people mm -hmm. and be able to create a place of understanding um, because the kids, not, and I guess like the young adults that I'm, that I'm coaching, right? I'm coaching a lot of these younger 20, 20 to 25 year olds, people who are mm -hmm. still in the same age as me, yeah, right? But they look up to me yeah, as a person who helps them, guide them and, you know, gives them a place of understanding because mm -hmm. I think so many people are misunderstood, mm -hmm. right? And it's okay to be that way. I think it's okay when, you know, I talked about this the other day on my post, like I'm okay with being misunderstood with the way I coach, Absolutely. the way I do things. Like I'm okay with, with my methods being misunderstood. Why? Because it's starting to get results. It's getting the results that these athletes want and they're, can, and they're so happy being who they are and developing who they are. So my grand vision, obviously, is, I mean, I would love to create a place where I'm coaching a ton of competitors, right, to become the best version of themselves. That's, that would be a dream, um, is to do that. But it's becoming a lot more than what I thought it was going to be already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't think people would catch on to what it, what it is, right. um, that it is that place and having having someone instill that confidence and having yeah. someone help you develop the confidence in yourself and really, really change someone's life. Yeah. So like that's ultimately like what I want to create, but I want to create it to where hey, it could, it goes into the podcast, right? Like yeah. I have people on that. I just want to chat with, right? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a podcast about education. I already have, I already created that. I created that yeah. for three years prior. Yeah. Right, people can go listen back to the Ace of Spada podcast. So much education in that two hundred forty episodes. Right, dude, holy I am, crap! Yeah, I am. I am creating a new place where it's just understanding people and yep. understanding people's journeys, mm -hmm. and giving them a place where they can share that and they yeah. can and they can develop. Um, and so, broader things like bigger goals is obviously like I would love to have a place where. You know, the noble pursuit is about becoming the best version of yourself. So why not gather some of the best people in the world and have like a conference of it? 
dude and have developing yes. and have some of the best coaches the best speakers the best people in the industry like helping out to to give people the information that they need or to give people like their life experience not even not even education just give people the like show them their story because mm -hmm. there's so many dope people in this world yeah right there's so many dope people who don't have a ton of instagram followers who aren't who just go and they live life according to them and that's yeah, why i dude. want on right it's just to have dope people on here who share their stuff and who have like, like really that. insightful conversations so that's why i want for the podcast it's just like i want to create a culmination a big culmination of people and just be able to give people a center of yeah it. um and with the coaching it's just inclusive like there are people I don't work with, right? There's there's specific things I, that, that I purely know I won't fit with. I just know that based upon my style. Like I said, it's a little bit different, um, but I'm not like some hardcore body, I'm hardcore bodybuilding, but <laughs> yeah. I get to where you need to get to with a little bit, with a little bit more. And right. just to help create change and create a better person outside the gym and to show yep. that it's Those beyond people. that. It's beyond the gym. It's, it is. It's beyond the weights. It's beyond bodybuilding. Um, you know, I love it for, oh, this could be a whole other conversation, but like just the, the drive to be better in, in that one thing helps me to be better in literally everything else. Exactly. In that forward that's, that's progression true. pursuit. That's the definition yep. of pursuit for, you know, you're ch chasing something, right? Every day. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And it just puts so much purpose in not only your life, but literally every day you live. It's, it's, it's daily, you yep. know? Um, and it's not just fitness. It's not just health and wellness. It's, it's almost an unspeakable thing. And I, I don't want to get too like spiritual or, or, or anything like Maybe. that, but there's definitely a greater purpose here <laughs> than, than the freaking weights, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's not, to, I'm not here to like, you know, make bodybuilding this, you know, like special spiritual thing. It, that's not what I'm trying to say, but I don't know. It, I don't, I, it almost feels like I don't do bodybuilding because of bodybuilding like I do bodybuilding because of the beat down you get every day but you wake up and get back at it um, the pursuit is the pursuit is not glamorous no not in, in any sense any way shape or form it's not but that's the beauty of like teaching people of like having that is to show people that you know, I've, I've been through, I've been through some, some of the ringer, right. But like, I don't allow my story to hold me back over where, like yeah. where I need to go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like my pursuit to becoming who I am and how I got here is not something that I wish upon many people or mm -hmm. think, um, but everything worked, everything I've worked for before created what is me now yeah and to get people to see that in themselves right um is so many people like hold that back is 
is their former self and the regrets that they hold. And obviously there are some things that like everyone learns to, everyone needs to learn to not hold regrets, but there's going to be, you're going to do it anyway. Like you're Mm -hmm. human, right? But it's to experience all the emotions that come with the pursuit Mm -hmm. and be able to know that, Hey, Anthony gave me this skill set to navigate through that. Mm-hmm. Right. And or he or he sent me to someone who helped me navigate through that. Right. And it's it's not just a it's not just a me effort. Like there's other people behind this that help me too in what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. like I have resources that help me get my athletes where they need to get to. And yeah. I have friends that help me get to where I need to get to. Right? Yeah. I work I work with two people on the side. Like I work with I work with two of my friends to help me through a lot of my like shadows and things like that. Um, but I get people, and this is something that I've, I was listening to this last night, Jordan Peterson, he, uh, he said, I have it, I have it quoted, so let me get it up on my phone. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down, it was so, it was, it was so good. It's what, what you want to be found is found where you least want to look. And that's something that I call out in a lot of my athletes mm-hmm. is that's where the understanding comes in. When people get to know them, that's why I say you look at the wording, you look at how people speak, because then you start to see where they don't want to look and yep. where they, where they don't want to actually kind of progress. And you, and you kind of like get that out. And that's where, <laughs> that's where it's not so glamorous. true. Yeah. That's where it's not that's where it's not glamorous, but at the same time, he said if you look if you if you continue to look where you don't want to look, it's mm-hmm. staring into the abyss and eventually there will be a light. Mm-hmm. Because eventually you work through that and you finally let go of that and you finally like become better. And and cuz that's what's stopping you. Ultimately, mm-hmm. people just don't want to look and that's been like the big change that I've gone through is I had to deal with the things that I didn't want to look at and I look them straight in the eye and I handle them. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so that's where it is. So then, so, but that's why it's so noble. Right. And that's why mm-hmm. it's so honorable in terms of this pursuit, because only someone who actually wants to get better will undergo that journey to get better. Right. It's not a, I can't get you to do, I will not be able to get you to do this. You can sign up voluntarily or you can do it non-voluntarily. The people who do it voluntarily are going to be more successful because they have decided that they need to, they need to progress forward, that they Mm -hmm. are worthy enough to progress forward. Um, and that they don't need anyone else but they may need a little bit of guidance along the way in some mm-hmm. of these things and so you're right it isn't just the gym bodybuilding bodybuilding is bodybuilding at the end yeah. of the day it's i enjoy the journey of the body of bodybuilding right yeah because it's, it's long it, it's it's yeah. sometimes it, better than other times like it's not it's never the it's same, thing, even though it is the same. It's one thing where sometimes the amount of effort that we put into it, we don't always receive what we, we don't always get the fruits of our labor. Yep. Right. 
Uh, this is a quote that I think Marcus Aurelius said, or one of the one of the Stoics said. It's um, it's we have a right to the work, but we do not have the right to the fruits of our labor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we get we have the right to put in the work, to go to the gym, to do the cardio, to track our nutrition, to to enforce discipline, to get the sleep. We have rights to that. Yeah, we have rights to all the parts of the journey, but we do not have rights to the outcome of the journey. Yep. Right. And I think this is where, you know, we kind of look at it. People want pro cards, no matter how (laughs) much work you put in, you might not get that desired result. But also the desired result does not stop you from understanding that you got better. Mm hmm. Right. Like you may not have gotten what you thought is the fruits of your labor. Right. But the fruits of the labor is the process and the journey and you got better, right? It doesn't, it doesn't stop you. You're the only person that dictates like what you see as a victory or what you see as getting better because most people will see that external tangible goal and not look internally at what is going on. Yeah. And you could help. You could have so many achievements and not even know it you know, or be aware that you are literally changing your entire life in front of your own eyes. And cause you're always chasing that, that further, whatever, you know, um, I see it all the time, you know, even myself, sometimes I get too like caught up in the 30 years down the road and I, and I don't celebrate. And I think not necessarily celebrate, but acknowledge and, and, and be, not complacent either, but be accepting of where I am in that current state. And that itself, I think, is insanely powerful if you can do that. If you can sit there and not think of the, 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 the past or the future at all in any realm mm-hmm. or in any way and just sit with yourself in the present moment, like that and, and, and appreciate it for what it is. And this is on many different levels in, in, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I, I just up. need this to do a better job of that. Go ahead. So this actually came up in, I was doing uh, writing last night. Um, I was journaling and it was something that I need to put to rest. And I was like, rest, rest. And something came <laughs> up when I was through my reading and it was like the one the one thing I pulled, right, is it, it was telling me that you can truly enjoy the fruits of your labor, mm-hmm. right? And I think so many people continue just to look further and further, and mm-hmm. they can't be at peace with who they are now, yep. right? Because this is something that I've, I've always had trouble with because no matter what, like, I know there's always better, but yep. I look where I was eight years ago at 17, Mm-hmm. 17, I almost killed myself. The thing mm-hmm. I'm here years later, I'm thriving. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm financially stable. Yep. I am able to invest into my hobby forthright in the bodybuilding, right? Yep. And I can enjoy that hobby as not a work, right? Um, I am able to afford the things I want to afford. Hey, if I want to go get a pair of sneakers, I can go get a pair of sneakers. If I want to afford, you know, I just bought like my dream setup for my living room through my friend, yep. like I was able to hire, like my friend's an interior designer. She gave me, 
she helped oh, me like my living room. Like I have those funds. Like if I want to go travel, hey, I can go and travel. Yeah. Right. Like we, like I look at where I was five years ago too, and it's like five years ago I was broke. I had to go yeah. get a bouncing job to even yeah. do it, and that ended up starting the cascade of learning about the company where where I end up working now full time. Right. Yeah. And. I think so many times we're not at peace with who we are because we know huh. we could be better. Yeah. Right. And we know we should be better, but why can't we just understand that there's a ton of life left, especially us in our mid twenties where, yeah. you know, most people are, <laughs> and we think we should have it all figured out. <laughs> yeah. And we think that everything should be, as it needs to be. And we can't truly like be confident in who we are because we always think it's better. But if we sit back and look at it, there's always a reason to understand that you've come so far and that you are able to actually enjoy you. And, and it's, and it's really funny. Like my friend even told me to bring up another point. My friend told me yesterday or two days ago, she's like, you look at where you started four years ago when you started this, um, whether it was your podcast, whether it was your business, everything. So many people talk shit on your on your like Q and A's and things, or leave or leave like questions about Miller Elite or things like that. And they're like, these people have been waiting for you to quit. These mm -hmm. people have been to find the reason as to why you why you quit, why you quit bodybuilding, why you quit coaching, like. They've given you, you, you probably had a million reasons as to why, but you haven't, right? So enjoy, enjoy how far you come. Cause I think that that's a struggle with so many people too. And it kind of leads back to the stress, right? Of where we're at is people don't know how to truly enjoy the fruits of labor and know that life is an ever expanding, is an ever expanding you. It's an, mm -hmm. it's an ever expanding journey. Right, it's an ever-expanding pursuit. Like the pursuit does not stop unless you decide to stop. Right, unless you're unless you're like, okay, I'm really comfortable with who I like. Like, there could be better, right? But there's always could be betters at some point, and you know that, and you continually work on those. But that doesn't mean you can't enjoy who you are now, because that will bring you more peace and happiness than than anything, and it will give you more purpose into everything. Mm -hmm. You cut out for a second. I think I missed it like the last 10 seconds. The last 10 seconds. I was like, so I was saying like, you can actually like, if you could sit there and be at peace with who you are and be happy with who you are, stress goes away. Like, <laughs> it, it did it again. I completely missed it. it and, okay. Um, so it's all about being at peace with who you are. Yeah. Like if you can be at peace with who you are, you're be confident and bet you thrive because yeah. if you're confident in everything you do, then that just downtrends. So it's like, so that's where like the, the journey, that's where like all of it is, is so many of us just can't enjoy what we want to enjoy because the world mm -hmm. is in a place where we're so tied to material and external mm -hmm. and we're not tied to internal and mm -hmm and enjoying moments because we're always worried about a bill to be paid or worried about money to be made or there's always money to be made 
there's always things to be there's always things to be done right no matter what there's always something to be done mm-hmm. but that's why that's kind of why i take these saturdays off so i can understand that hey it's a day to where i can enjoy like my like i have the ability to do this i have the ability right. to take a day off and to yeah. be able to and- give myself the time to enjoy my fruits of the way of like my labor that i'm putting in am i where i want to be absolutely not but that doesn't stop me from enjoying parts of life because if i continually just work 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 i'll get to where i'm 40 45 and i'll be like not where even like not even like, dude you'll uh, be at thir- like, 35 you know like, yeah, I'll be like where the fuck did where the fuck did my 20 where did my mid-20s go where yeah i'm supposed to be learning the most i am about me instead of just working all the time like i want to go make memories with friends like right like those things mm-hmm. so 100 percent. and i'm still trying to figure that out too between yeah i mean it's life it's literally life and i'm 27 and a half like crazy but i don't know thought-provoking conversation what don't you know about it's just crazy to It's crazy. <laughs> it's just life is crazy. Like, I don't know. You know, as a kid, you kind of put put yourself in a at a place at a certain age, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And then you live the complete opposite. It's 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 wild. Um, but I'm, and I don't know where I'm going with this, but like. There's obviously, for me, some sort of, that the drive, like, is, has gotten me to, to this point. And <clears throat> I don't think I gave myself enough credit over the last couple of years for the, the level of grind that I've done um, and not taken really much off. And again, like I said, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but like, yeah, I think just this conversation has helped just like live a little bit more presently because <laughs> dude, with prep and, and work and everything like this summer has just like zoomed by and I need to like, you know, like you live in a time where I tell people all the time when you live, when you live as purposely as you do. Yeah, and live to see the purpose that you have every day. That, it's a time warp, dude. When yeah, holy live without crap. purpose, and you sit here and you channel through, and you're like, "Why do I have brain fog? Why do I have all these things?" Like, like it's like, why don't I feel right? It's because you're not yeah. living with the actual purpose that you actually are here for. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you're not. So, like, don't. Don't tear yourself apart over the grind, right? Because you're grinding yeah. on a purpose that brings you happiness and brings you fulfillment, right? And and that allows you to be as you need to be. But I think yeah. like giving yourself some grace with it along yeah. the way, you yeah. know, like you became an RD. It's not the easiest thing in the world. I know. An RD. A lot of time, a lot of time and money and effort goes in, and a lot of time unpaid goes yeah. into that and stress that. that 
like years of stress that I didn't even know like what I was stressed for and or what I was like doing the studying for, you know, and this is what it was for is mm-hmm. to help those others that we've talked about for the last hour to get to that point. And I don't know, it, it, it is helpful to like, yeah, reflect on some of these things. And I've been doing a lot more of that recently of just like active conscious reflection of like, cause that to me, a lot of personal growth has happened this year. And I think that uh, a lot of it can be like the more you just sit with things and, and, and kind of evaluate reasonings and realizations and things it's like it's so eye-opening <laughs> but i think it helps just see the the greater picture i don't know i'm speaking in circles at this point but <laughs> you know, like, it's, just like, it's just most people just can't most people just can't enjoy what they what yeah, they actually yeah. and and so you know maybe it's time to just take a step back real quick and yeah, after yeah, this competition, I think I'm gonna take a sec, <laughs> take a <laughs> pump the but brakes a little bit. But you talked about it. This is why I love podcasting. Yeah. Why? Because there's an hour to an hour and a half of time that I have with one person, and it's what is so missing. Is I did bring up my phone, but it's but like you're not on this. Like you're not right. thinking about what to post. Like you're in a genuine human conversation yeah that that yeah, we, didn't about go, what we, we didn't go into this with any topics you know or any like talking points you know so it's been very thought thought provoking just in the moment like genuine there's nothing to prepare it yeah. really if you want to have the most genuine authentic conversations don't they bring anything yeah. just, they're not filled with outlines and questions yeah. I think I've already mentioned this to every single guest now that I've recorded with. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't do this anymore. I used to do it on the other podcast. Yeah, yeah. But it was also like that one was more educational to where I had to do it. Whereas this yeah. one is just genuine human conversation. That mm-hmm. if you really want to have some of the most insightful thoughts that will drive you as a person forward, mm-hmm. that's what you need to have. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like the thing I try to provide for my athletes is just genuine human conversation to outside of the check-ins outside of like the physique because you can get someone to think for themselves and think about where they can get better it starts to light bulb effect pretty quick right and it brings you a ton of and it brings you like i said it brings you a ton of happiness it fills up your cup Mm -hmm. right that's why i do this is because it's just like i'm an extrovert human conversation (laughs) is what fills fills up everything. So, yeah. you know, I think I think it's really dope of you that you got a lot from it and that, like, it kind of helps Dude, bring some absolutely. thoughts out. Yeah. Because that's all I want. If someone if someone works out thoughts on here, that's, like, really dope. It's right? very and productive, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm letting you, like, kind of just, like, speak it. Like, when you said, I don't know, like, I'm going to let you kind of work through it on here. Yeah, because, yeah. Because it's, like, this is your opportunity to now just be – genuine Alex right to where yeah. you can just show you and you could show how you are in the present moment because yeah without so many of us outlines and, t- and and templates and things yeah because so many of us are put on pedestals right as coaches as everything yeah. thinking that we all have it figured out 
we don't. Right. No. We don't. No one has it figured out whatsoever. So, just like I like the the vulnerability, the 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 real, the raw. Like that's. I think that's how it should be, and I think that's gonna just. I think you're on to something great, man, with that because. Gen- we, we don't have enough of that in the space, uh, if any at all. <laughs> Real, genuine. I mean, there are some, you know, uh, bigger name, I guess, coaches or, you know, the more popular ones on, on social media that are starting to do so. Um, mm-hmm. But it is sometimes a little biased in certain ways and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But, yeah, just having that raw connection, conversation, you know, no templates, no no bias, no nothing, just real. Can Great help relief. a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it can help a lot with not only that individual, but those hearing and listening too, who either feel the same way or feel some feel a similar way or experience similar things, like more thoughts, more realizations. You know, I think that's much more epic than coming on here to talk about, you know, nutrition. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like we started a, out with stress. Look, we, look, we started out with stress, and we got all the way to this. Like you know, like that's like yeah. such a broad expansion of of like topics. Yeah, there. yeah. Neither I did I think we were going to talk about today. I had no idea. <laughs> so no, but and, it's and people are and people are going to think like we talk on the regular. No, me and me and Alex have talked like twice. <laughs> like, like it's been like we met in person down in Dallas like a few years ago. I can't like, believe that's already been, been that long. time. Like I don't talk to everyone on here. Frequently. Yeah, no, right? Because we're um, in our purpose, we're in our grind. Like, yeah, like that's why I like to have this because it gets me to experience a different human and cultivate better relationships. And so, yeah, yeah I, I appreciate that you think this is something because I've always believed my gift is connection with people and the ability yeah. to connect with anyone in a room. And yep. it's a crazy gift, man. There are some people that just can't, like most yeah. people. I mean, for real adaptability yes. is insane um to you know the the environment the, the the person the interaction you know um and i think it's good it's helpful to learn that way too yes like the only way can. yeah yeah so so before we go i have yeah. one last i actually have a question for you okay um what is one thing that people can do on their most noble pursuit to become the best version of themselves. Take control. All right. That's a good one. We'll let you Take. guys we'll let you guys introspectively think on that one. Yeah. And we'll just leave it there. So Alex, first of all, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you um, so much, man. I'm I'm in a mood right now. <laughs> I'm in a vibe. Like, <laughs> I want to keep yeah, going, though, like, key, but... <laughs> I, want to get this, I want to get this to Joe Rogan level where I do, like, two to three-hour episodes and be yeah. able to do that, like, on the regular. Like, that that's a dream of mine to go travel and record episodes and record long-form content I see people. It, I see it going there. Yeah. And Tran- some of the transparently. best models. Yeah. I think it's just going to happen. Um, it's going to take a lot of work, but we'll get there. Um, but I appreciate you coming Absolutely. on the show. Um, yeah, if course, you guys didn't enjoy this one, which I think you guys probably did, um, to whoever listened to this, uh, go tag Alex and I on Instagram. Share 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 on Instagram story that you guys are listening to this episode. Um, if you guys did enjoy this episode, subscribe 
to the podcast. Uh, go give Alex a follow on Instagram. He's very educational on there. If you guys want to go learn a lot of things um, about nutrition and about health, his reels are really good. Everything that he has there is channeled towards education to make you better um, in the fitness and health realm. Um, and yeah, go follow me. If you're from Alex's thing, you can, you can find me. All of our Instagrams are down in the show notes. Uh, and as you guys know, the podcast is brought to you by Morphogen Nutrition. You guys can use 10% off at morphogennutrition.com using code SPADA. Uh, yeah, so that is it, guys. That is a wrap. So thank you guys for listening to this episode of the No Pursuit Podcast, and you just took one more step towards becoming the best version of yourself possible. Catch you guys later.